0: Welcome to Doing Time with Joe. I'm your host, Joe Baker, and today we're going to be talking about crime, punishment, and parenting. And uh, before we get started, I'm going to say a few things, and then we're going to kick this thing off. Uh, Violence in our community seems to be increasing, and uh, lawmakers think that uh, increasing the amount of time that's served in prison for violent offenders is a way to deter this behavior. I don't agree with that, but I do believe that something has to be done to stop this behavior. To help me explore this question, I've invited my son, Boo Baker, and a relative of ours, Wayne Jones, to discuss this topic. Uh, but, and before we get started with that, uh, Boo and Wayne, I want you to introduce yourselves to my listeners.
1: Okay, so, boom, y'all already know what time it is, man. Y'all know what we're going to get into. I just pray and hope that everybody uh, takes something from this. most important and something that can add uh, to your kids' life, to the youth, because uh, that's what's most important, because they are the future.
2: And, Wayne, go ahead. Yeah, this is your boy, Wayne Jones, man. You know, I hope this conversation really hit somebody at home, uh, especially the parents, man, you know what I'm saying, so we can figure out the direction to take with, the, with our youth, man. You know, let's get it. All
0: right, I appreciate that. I want to thank y'all for uh, joining and doing this with me, man. And uh, before we get started with this important topic, I want to lay the foundation real quick on uh, what role and understanding from what y'all think is what the role of a parent is you know so my first question to each of you is define what you believe to be a parent's job in relation to raising a child what do you believe a parent's primary job is is
1: that's a that's a that's a who that's a heavy that's that's a real heavy question right there man that's a that's a never-ending conversation man most importantly i think it uh First thing is to love, and and then after that, I'm gonna have to go with being the best guide that you can be without uh, sheltering and and trying to place your children under this rock to where they don't have to face uh, the real problems in the world. As a parent, so many of us uh, wanna shield our children away from uh, things in the world that really, I believe, we need the experience at times to help us develop and become who we are, and become more aware of how the world really is. But uh, I think that's the most um, one of the most important uh, parts of being a parent, and that's and that's to guide. Right. Okay. And
0: Wayne, what do you
2: think the role of a parent is? Man, uh, from 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 the way I see it, man, you know, I would say to to protect. To provide and to lead by example at all times, you know, uh, making your children responsible, making sure they are accountable for everything that they encounter and do in life. You know, uh, I think that's, that's one, that's, that's the major three to me as far as being a parent, you know? Okay. Okay. That, that's good. I agree with
0: both of y'all on, you know, your stances on that as far as what a, a parent's role is, Uh, but I I would also want to add to that, uh, is is a nurturer, you know, I think that you have to nurture a child also up in ways that are beneficial to the child, and and, and be realistic about the way you approach the world, but let me follow up with you on that, on your answer, when you said, you know, love and and, and guiding without sheltering, define, give me some examples of how you love on your child, how a parent should love on their child when they're raising them up. Start when they're young and, and bring me up to maybe eight to nine years old. What I can do you, know, how do you do well, it?
1: Well, with, with, with that question, I don't even want to give a general answer in that. I'm going to speak from personal experience. You know, uh, okay. when it comes to my relationship with Samaria, uh uh-huh. when you're talking about love, one of the <laughs> the most powerful things I've learned in my relationship with Samaria when it comes to loving on her is the encouragement. Uh, when she messaged me not too long ago and she texted me and she said, she said, Daddy, do you believe in me? And when she said that, I kind of had an idea of where she was coming from. And I was like, of course I do. You know, you know, you, you pumping my blood. But immediately, she didn't have to to go into details about whatever it was she was dealing with. I kind of already knew what it was. And I say that because, you know, me growing up, I feel like I didn't get encouragement when it came to you know what I'm saying the, the love of uh, making me believe in myself, making me see who the most done created me to be, or things that I was capable of doing, helping me see my abilities and helping just helping me see me and that's that's, that's, that's one of the ways that I feel, you know what I'm saying that I? That's most. That's one of the most important in showing in showing Samaria love. Is that is that encouragement, letting her know? Cause I feel when you showing encouragement, I am showing you, I am showing that I am on your side. I am showing that you have you got a go to guy. I am showing you, you know, I am saying you ha- you got an open line for communication. You have a you have an opening to be vulnerable. Like I feel like when you have an encouraging in your life as a parent, you have a safe haven. So that's that's just one of them for me, and I, I don't feel like I. Me personally, I don't feel like I had that growing up. I still struggle now with with it because I don't encouragement wasn't the norm for me. It was always what I wasn't doing right, what I should have did after I done something wrong. Uh I didn't I didn't get that the kind of encouragement. I didn't get the, you know, you good at basketball you know what i'm saying but it <laughs> i didn't get the when i made up when i made a a in one subject i didn't i didn't get the encouragement I didn't i just i just didn't get that so that's one that probably stands out to me as a parent because uh which Wayne i'm sure Wayne can go more in depth cuz Wayne been a, a a single father man and he's had his experiences is way more in depth than mine on how to but for me personally that's that's one Way that I show Samari, and that's through encouragement.
0: Okay, Wayne, what do you, what would you say about that? You, because you said protect, provide, and lead by example at all times. So, give me an example of how you do that with your son. You know what I'm saying?
2: You're you, you asking, how, give, give you an example of how I protect and provide yeah, for my yeah. for my son. Yeah, man, yeah. You, you know, um, J- Joe T just hit on some important. Um, stuff about encouraging and, you know, being able to, to protect and provide for your child ties into encouragement. Uh, you know, I personally, you know, with, with my son, I've had him since he was five years old Mm -hmm. and you know what I'm saying? I gained custody from his mom, uh, Mm -hmm. early, you know, um. And for me to be there at his ball games, for him to see me in the stands, for him to hear me being the loudest one uh, at the basketball games, for me to be at the recitals or show choir or whatever he had going on, that was enough for him to build his confidence. You see what I'm saying? When, when 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 your children see that you are supporting them, then they become... The biggest thing in the room. They feel like that they're invincible, that they can do anything and beyond because they have you there. If they look in the corner and they see you, you see what I'm saying? Yeah. That gives them just a little bit motivation and drive. So, you know what I'm saying? And they feel protected because you're there. They feel that you'll provide for them because you're there. And I think and being there is in, is important, uh, in a child's life. You see what I'm saying? And a lot, a lot of, yeah. a lot of parents, send their children versus bringing their children you know what i'm saying whether it's a sporting event whether it's church whether it's anything you know what i'm saying i think it's real important for you to be there versus you seeing your children you know oh yeah
0: that's big stuff but so i i dig i dig everything y'all said but I, i'm curious to know though uh because even still with all of the things that you talk about but i want to follow up on what you said about you still struggle with that today, the things that you talked about, as far as encouraging my grandbaby and, and all of those things, and, and you didn't get that as a child, and how how do you still struggle with that today? Give me an example of what what you go through, and how do you reconcile that? How do you come to that point to where you say, okay, wait a minute, I got to still move forward. Where do you get the strength from? Isn't
1: it? Breaking breaking a pattern, I feel like, is one of the hardest things to do as a human. When you've become accustomed to something, when you was mm-hmm. brought up a certain type of way. Uh like a lot of parents I feel before me sometimes get the excuse of well I didn't get that all. I didn't I wasn't raised that way. My mama didn't do this and my mama didn't do that. And I'm looking at it as, hold on now, you you 40, 50, 60, and you still using the excuse of I didn't get that, so I don't know how to do it. I right. I struggled because I was making a turn point of I'm not gonna be the parent that's gonna say, well, I didn't get that. I didn't get encouragement. I didn't I didn't I didn't get the kind of love, the the nurse the uh getting um uh, whatever it was that I felt that I was lacking and just rob my child of it. So it's hard for me when it comes to those moments of even I struggle. I remember the first time me telling Samaria I was proud. It wasn't that I was reluctant to say it or hesitant to say it. It was hard to say it. Like why is it hard for me to tell her I'm proud of her? Like it yeah. I, I can't even describe what it was. Like even in moments where I was around her and it was like give her a hug. Like I had to have a conversation within myself like hug your child. Like why you feel like yeah. you don't know if she's going to accept it or embrace it or why you feel like she going to reject it. It was like what? Hold on. Like what is this war in myself to to, for me to make the move and do that. And I'm fighting this in my head. And and it, it was hard, like I don't, <clears throat> I've gotten 10 times better with it now. I'll randomly text her, but that's just me fighting through whatever that was. And now over time, you know, it's just done, it's done become more natural to do versus not uh, fighting through and just letting it be, if that makes sense.
0: Yeah, you sort of, t- it sounds to me like you, those patterns that you had that led to, you know, you not being as nurturing as you could be or uh, the things that prevented you from being as easy as you wanted to be. You, you tried to, you're you making an effort to break those things. Yeah, You know what I'm saying? That's yeah, yeah. what it sounds like to me. Yeah. But yeah. Wayne, let me ask you a question, man. Um, And I, we can come back to that boom in a second. Let me ask you a question. Where do you think? parents go wrong and I asked you that question brother because uh earlier last month there was a shooting down there in Springfield and I and I don't want to get too much on that right but when I saw those kids on TV it was like man here we go again with some people that I probably know their parents are on their way in here and I know people in Springfield and I believe that most people are genuinely good and try to be good. I just think that like what Boo said, Boo we have these bad habits and we learn these bad patterns and these bad parenting tips. As a single parent, where do you think parents go wrong, man? What are you thinking? I know that's a big question. I know is a big question, but get, yeah, do, yeah, the there, question.
2: It's tough. do It's, it's tough right there, man. Uh, first, let me say, man, that there is no no guideline or or blueprint to follow is being a parent you know being a parent is one of the hardest things i think a man or a woman would ever have to do is raising children there's there's no there's no blueprint to go to there's no guideline there's no book you can read there's no rules and big like this there's something that you have to uh be able to live your everyday life setting the bar You see what I'm saying? Um, I think where we go wrong as parents, and I'm speaking for the courts, I'm speaking for black parents, you know what I'm saying? As a black man, I think think that we still want to be our children's friend versus being their parent, you know what I'm saying? Um, Holding them accountable for their actions, you know what I'm saying? We still want to be, you know, uh accepted in the streets for being the cool guy you know what i'm saying for for being with a certain crowd for walking a certain certain way for living a certain lifestyle a uh, a a certain reputation to uphold as a man i think is what we're dealing with as black men uh and i think we have an identity problem when it comes to that you know what i'm saying now, they won't accept me if i choose to do something different outside of what the street is doing, you know what I'm saying? Mm
0: -hmm.
2: So versus you showing your child different than what you saw, you know what I'm saying? I think that they have an identity problem and saying, well, they won't choose me or they don't think I will be cool enough because I'm teaching my son different or my daughter different, you see what I'm saying? And I Mm -hmm. think that's the number one thing where we go wrong the first time that your child, your son or your daughter do something that's not of your liking or something that's that's against what you brought them up on, and you don't correct them for it. you've already created a problem. You see what I'm saying because they don't realize they know right from wrong, but they they not they not they not they know that they can get away with it because you' you're not gonna do anything or say anything to correct their actions. So I think that's the first prop. the first thing as parents when we go wrong is being our children's friend. And trying to keep up with 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 what the streets got going on versus being uh, different and setting the bar and holding them to a higher standard, man. That's just you know. But what, what
0: do you think? And Boo, you can jump in on this if you want to. But do you think that how do you how is a a parent a young parent how are they supposed to be able to give that guidance and nurturing when they may. Not know it themselves. What, what are they supposed to do? Because when I asked you the question about, you know, what do you, what do you think parents get it wrong or go wrong? You know, it, it struck me as I was saying that, uh, I was thinking about, you know, before you become that parent, you know what I'm saying? And I know we, we, we all have been there, you know, becoming parents when we were very, very young. You know what I'm saying? But we didn't really know what was going on. We, all we thought about was laying down, getting some, getting up, and here comes the baby. You feel what I'm saying? We didn't really understand what that meant, the responsibility of that. So by not knowing that, where do you get that from? As a young single parent, where did you get that
2: from? Hmm. Let me make sure I understand that standard question. Where, where do I get what, the- you're a, a single
0: parent. Are you a single uh, parent? Okay. Right. What right. I'm saying is, let's say you got, you, you, you want to teach your child responsibility and all of these things, right? You know, because I asked the question, what do you think parents get it wrong, right? right and right. as far as the teaching and the nurturing, because I go back to the foundation of what you and Boo both said about the love and guiding without sheltering and protecting, providing, and leading by example at all times. A young parent doesn't know that because I'm assuming that you and Boo both have learned this over time. You right. understand what I'm saying? But when you were younger, when you were that young parent, did you know that? And if you knew that, did you do that but if you didn't know that where do you go get
2: that from where do you get that from where did man, you get I, it from did you know it at think, that young age uh, no I, I didn't know it at all man i think it's just something that has to be in you as a as a, as a man you know i think it's just something that you learn over time and i i had my son two weeks before my 18th birthday man our I, I, birthdays is two weeks apart Yeah, and. Uh, when I had him, man, you know, selfishly, I was still wanting to rip and run with the fellas, man, you know, I still wanted to do what teenagers did. I wanted to go to the to the club and I wanted to you know go to the parties and I wanted to run down the street and chase the gals and hang with the fellas, man, mm-hmm. and you know, I looked one time, this is a true story, man, when I was about nineteen twenty, I looked at my surroundings and I realized the shortcomings of everybody that i came encounter with you know what i'm saying because i i lost some friends to either the graveyard or the penitentiary and i looked and i said well is the is the father's present at home and i looked and i said well you know Wayne, you, you blessed you fortunate you, you was able to have both parents in your home what better way not to, you know give your son the same exact thing at least you see what i'm saying So it was a wake-up call for me to say, you know what, at least I can do is be there and protect and provide my son as a father because I've seen so many brothers who lacked that. So for me, it was over time of learning how. To be there, learning how to be a father. And I ain't always been perfect, you know what I'm saying. It was a lot of stuff that I dropped the ball on, especially in my early twenties, man. You know what I'm saying? Uh, you know, I the music that I listened to. You know what I'm saying? You know the the the, the clothes and the trends that I had. My my son was the way to you know the, the the you know all of that. Is something I had to to reprogram his brain and let him know that, hey, look, you know what I'm saying, I want you to be there. You know, and and being a parent young is hard because like I said, you don't you don't have the blueprint, you don't have the book to even even know these things. I think it's just something you learn over time. And for me personally, these traits is something that I learned over over years. Nothing that I had in the beginning, man. Yeah. So you you were able to what I'm saying is
0: and maybe I wasn't clear with the question, uh, so but, but it seems to me that you answered because it sounds to me like you had an example to look to. You look to your parents as an example. Right. That, that's, right. See, that's what I'm saying. So for, for a young single parent, you know, you what you're saying is find that example of what you want your household to be like, how you want to raise your son. And you had your parents to look to, you know what right. I'm saying? Which is great. Now, boo, what, I'm, what I would ask you though is, Who did you look to? And where did you learn what it is that you know now? You know what I'm saying, as far as how you develop and and strengthen your relationship with my grandbaby. Where did you get that from? You know? Um,
1: Mine first gonna come from God from the Most High and the Holy Spirit. I don't feel like I had no parenting skills. I had, I lacked even being an adult. Like I went to prison at 18 years old. I got out at 28 going on 29. All of my experiences, as far as development goes, parenthood, friendship, relationship, all that stopped in 2007. Uh, the closest example that I have, which is crazy, and, but, you know, I'm grateful for it, is the little moment we had in the center of four or five months. Because even in, even in some of the things, you know, how they went, I disagree with, and it wasn't all bad. Like I really, I went into a like a literally a kid mode being in the cell as a grown man with my father because I that was a void, you know. So I automatically shrunk down because I was still needing to feed that part of me. So in watching what I would say was some of the mistakes I feel was made, I was able to at that point say, "I'm not doing that when I go home." I'm not gonna ignore this. I'm not gonna not make time for that. I'm not because at at the little moments I felt that I probably was uh being robbed of even in the cell. I it like it sh- it woke something up in me as a father yeah. to know I'm not I'm not gonna do that. I'm not gonna do that. Uh, but but it also I also got encouraged and fed uh that part of me that I didn't know you know when it come to uh my intelligence and being able to think for myself and that got nourished like that got watered more you know when it came to the to the books and stuff that i could do like that stuff got got fed so i was able to take a mixture of both what not to do and what i need to do uh and that's 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 all I had. You know what I'm saying? That's literally all I had. All the rest of it came from. And I didn't get to turn that switch on with Samaria when, when I first came home. It was probably almost a year and a half, two years before I realized, hold on. And you know what I'm saying? I need I need to turn on a father mode. Like being a dad and a father is two completely different things. Uh, mm-hmm. Because I can remember, you know, things Simone was saying to me. And Simone didn't know these were things that was in me that I was just totally afraid of because I done missed 10 years of being rejected. So going back to what Wayne was saying and being a friend, I was thinking I'm trying to strategically and and calculate my moves to figure out how to form this bond. And in the beginning is, you know, be cool with her, you know, get close with her. But that being cool and being close right off the bat, just to form that bond, had I kept doing that, I would have hurt even worse. Because I wouldn't yeah. have been I wouldn't have been able to turn around and correct her. The first time I had to correct the first time I had to correct Samaria was, I can honestly say, it was the hardest thing I've ever had to do in my entire life. People think it was hard yeah. people think it was hard signing that eleven year deal to go to prison. It didn't had nothing on the first time I had to literally correct my child like I was terrified to do that and i i, I don't know why I don't why, know what, were you, why were you terrified i want the, well, the rejection the yeah. rejection the rejection level though is she gonna listen to me is she not gonna listen to me is she gonna shoot off what's she gonna say back you ain't you don't deserve to be able to say that like it was just all kinds of you know how yeah. wrong is this gonna go like it was and what and then you know what I was about to check her about she was somewhat in the wrong, she was in the right about some of the stuff she was saying was just her approach to it. You know what I'm saying? And I it and I had to check her, and when I did that, when I checked her that first time, her response, like she didn't say nothing, but she received it, and I think at that point, I gained a different level of respect. I think had I never yeah. stepped in to be a father, regardless if she's going to be mad for the next week or two or the next month. Yeah. If she don't say nothing to you, text right. you, if you don't step into this father moment right now, you'll be wishing you did a year from now. And, shoot. and you're going to lose. Yeah. 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 You'll
0: have lost. you lost. And, and I'm, I'm going to say this uh, before I get to my next question. And I, I, it reminds me of that time when we were in the cell together up there at the, the prison. And it was basically we had, had a conversation, whatever. and you gave me permission. You said you needed that. Right. You needed me to say certain things. And I, and that took a weight off of me, man. I'm telling you, I ain't never felt, you know, I done been under the bench listening 420 pounds and I never
1: felt such a relief. Oh, wait, wait a minute. That. Wait a minute. Wait a minute, man. man yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, now, we ain't going to, now, 420 pounds.
0: Uh, yeah, I lifted 420 pounds back in the day, three times. You understand know what I'm trying to tell you? <laughs> on the bench press, flat bench. You better know. I got two witnesses. Malik, uh, one of my witnesses. TK was one of my witnesses. They were my spotters. You better know it. 420, three times. You know, on oh, the last one, they had to help me a little bit. I got a little spook. You know, that's a lot of weight. You know, what I'm saying? But yeah, you know the muscles is there now. Don't get it twisted. Don't get it twisted. But uh, yeah, it, it was it was a relief when you gave me permission. Like you said, it's a difference between the dad and the father, and you gave me permission to be your father. Right? You feel what I'm saying? Yeah. And and I'll never forget that because I'm like you. I was afraid. You know what I'm saying? If I said this to you the wrong way or said that the wrong way or whatever, that you wouldn't love me. No? You feel me? Because I always felt like, you know, I didn't deserve the love anyway. I hadn't done anything. I hadn't been there. You feel what I'm saying? Right. And when you gave me permission, that changed the whole dynamic. You know what I'm saying? I felt like I could stand up, you know? And I'm going to say this real quick and I'm going to get to my next question. Because I remember that time we was up there and I took you to the barber shop. I felt like we was on the street and I was taking you to get your first haircut. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, I remember. It was like. Yeah, yeah, and it was an amazing thing, man. But, you know, those are the moments that people need, and I just wanted to touch on that so y'all could give a little insight to those parents out there that might be getting it wrong that, you know, look to somebody that sets the example that you want to be in your household, you know what I'm saying? That's why I wanted y'all to answer that question. But then now, let me get back to the next question because, again, the show's about crime, punishment and parenting, Right. So this is going to be a kind of controversial question and I just want you to keep it 100 on what you think about it. Now, for both of you, do you believe a parent is responsible for the behavior of their child? If their child is in the street shooting and and selling drugs and doing this and that, do you think that parent has any responsibility in that? I'm going
1: to let Wayne go (laughs) first. Man, you know, that's,
2: that's a good question, man. You know, uh, I'm gonna say more than yes. I'm gonna say more yes than no. Because explain that to me. Explain more yes than no. Man, you know if if you know your child, and you know what I'm saying, I'm, I'm gonna say this because I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna try to make it make sense, man. You can't hold your child's hand, fell. You know what I mean. You have one minute remaining. Yeah. Okay,
0: let, let me hit back real quick. All right. Go. And Wayne, let me let me ask you this question. This is the next question I got for you and Boo both. Uh, do you believe a parent is responsible for the behavior of the child? You know, the child's out in the streets selling drugs, doing whatever. You know what I mean? Is
2: the parent responsible in any way? Man, you know, I say I say more than yes. I say I say more yes than no. Uh, and and you can't. Hold your child's hand forever. When they become a certain age, they'll start getting into things and hanging with people that you might not approve of. But the most important thing that we can do is correct the behavior when you see it. Uh, Especially from.
0: from, Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, I don't know. What I'm saying is, I, I follow you. You say correct the behavior. Okay, let me get a little bit more specific then with the question as far as being responsible, what if you have a teenage child, a teenage child, selling drugs, toting guns, in a gang and all this, and you know this as a parent, and you you say to the child, stop, don't do this, don't do that, don't do this. Do you think that the parent has a moral obligation to, to do more than that before somebody gets killed?
2: Yeah. Yeah, I, I think you should do everything in your power as a parent to prevent your child from hurting somebody or him getting hurt or she getting hurt. You know, if you see activity of them being in the game or them selling drugs, you know what I'm saying, or things of that nature, and they and they still up under your roof, that's the most yeah. important thing. If they in your four walls, you have a responsibility and a duty as a parent to nip that in the bud. Now, don't get me wrong, parenting never stops. But if they in your household and you know of this and you have knowledge of this and you say nothing and you continue to turn a deaf ear to what you see, the behavior, then, you know what I'm saying? That child in yourself is headed because you choose not to to get in it. You know what I'm saying? Now, we'll say there's times, you know what I'm saying, where parents get frustrated. You know, I'm done talking to him. I'm done talking to her. She'll learn the hard way. He'll learn the hard way. But you never stop being that parent. You have to figure out some kind of way to get that child's attention. You know what I'm saying? We all can't pack up and just leave, leave the city. You know what I'm saying? Everybody don't have the means or the, or the finances to, to, just, to just leave town so we can have better resources. But as long as you know you're doing your duty and your job as a parent, that's the most important thing. But just allowing your child. To come home with the big guns, the big pistols. You know what I'm saying? You see them with the with, with, with the gang members, and they all hanging on your porch, and you never address the situation. I mean, come on now. You 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 ask. You are, them, responsible. Yeah. You are responsible. You know what I'm you are responsible. As long as that child is under your roof, you are responsible for
1: that child. That's a t- it's a tough one because you got parents who have done everything in their playbook that they can do right and that child still go out and do the complete opposite. And I think when uh-huh. you're when you asking that question, I think that's the that's one of the things that you're searching for. To the parent who done did everything to the best of their ability to raise this yeah. child right, they didn't hustle in front of this child, they wasn't smoking and drinking in front of this child, they wasn't partying in front of this child, they wasn't sleeping with multiple people in front of this child, and this child goes out uh-huh. and does everything that they were raised not to do. Are those yeah. parents responsible for the choices that this child chooses to make? At that point, no. I did, and I think every parent, and I'll say this in my personal opinion, this ain't my daddy, this ain't Wayne. Yeah. Any parent who's struggling with, I did everything I could, and you tired and you, and you and fighting and you guilt tripping yourself, you gotta yeah. quit guilt tripping yourself. Because to me, that's a trick of the enemy. When you done did what you needed to do as a parent, even if you haven't done all that, the, the, even if you didn't have all the answers, you didn't have a playbook, didn't nobody teach you, but you know you did everything in your power. And your child is making it, and you still, even though you really, okay, you getting out of hand, he or she is getting out of hand, and you still try to do some things here and there. If you beating up on yourself and you feeling like you're responsible, that's old with that's my personal opinion. No, you did your yeah. Part.
0: You right. did Joe Part. Okay, let me, yeah, okay, that, let and, me, So, so go ahead, Wayne. Go ahead.
2: That, and, and that was the second. That was the second part to to, to, to my answer. Yeah. You know, and 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 and, and Joe T. He he is. Correct. He is one hundred percent correct. You know what I'm saying? If you've done everything in your power to lead that child in the right direction and that child continue to be rebellious, you know what I'm saying? You you can't beat yourself up on that. You know, uh and, and I've experienced that, you know. I you know, my son, my son was in a situation he had no business in. He got it there. He was hard-headed. I taught him the right thing. He jumped out there in that water. hard head make a stop behind. And, and you know, what I told him came came to surface. You know what I'm saying? And he looked at yeah. and realized that it was a reality. And I beat myself up for a long time knowing that I have not done any of those things that my child was trying to get into. I didn't do none of that in front of him, you know? Okay, now so, I'm going yeah, right. to put both of y'all on the spot. I'm going to put
0: both of y'all on the spot. I'm going to do it. I'm going to put both of y'all on the spot. Both of y'all have said, and I agree with what you said, you know, defining the situation as you did, Wayne, the parent is responsible. Defining the situation that you did, boo, man, not responsible. I, I totally get that, right? Y'all, but both now,
1: of y'all now, said... Now, 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 y'all did cut me off, though. Y'all did cut me off. <laughs> what you mean? Y'all didn't Don't, let go me go finish. Ahead and finish y'all didn't let me finish. Go ahead and finish, because <laughs> I'm
0: going to put both of y'all on the spot.
1: Don't Now, 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 now on the opposite end, I feel like you know what I'm saying, like what Wayne was saying, because I do agree with what Wayne was saying. Now, are the parents responsible when you, uh, when you doing stuff in front of your kid, and then they going out and doing, and you know what I'm saying, they going out and doing similar things? I'm gonna go with the it takes a village to raise a child. Mm-hmm. If all parents were able to say within themselves, if you out there selling dope. And miss such and such see you or 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 uncle such and such see you and they decide to call the police on you? As the parent of the child, you know what? I ain't even going to get mad because I don't want to call the police on my own child. I don't want to see him in jail and I don't want to be paying no money to make no bond. But if it's going to take a village to raise a child, some of us have to realize in the community that if you... If you feel like you obligated to stop something or say something or call the police or something, that's a part of us all trying to better our community. It take a village to raise all these people. Call the police right. on mine if you want to. And I ain't going to get mad at you. We got to realize I ain't mad at you. You know what I'm saying? But, right. you know what I'm saying? Boy could have sold somebody some dope and they overdosed and died. And now my now my son got a life sentence on my daughter. You know what I'm saying? But... Yeah, that's the that's the the other end on it. So it's like it's a yes and a no. It's a no and a yes. You know, it just depends. I think it's circumstantial, depending on what's going on. Okay. Well, I'm, look, get out of my head because see, you took my 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 second part out all the way out. I can't put you on the spot. I now, already knew wrong, it. I already knew it. I'm your i I'm your son. I already knew. Because I was gonna say, how far do you go? You know what
0: I'm saying? How far? The parent has to do everything, and then it does take a village. But how far do you go in trying to correct their behavior? Because you made a very good point. If you call the police on my child for selling drugs, and you may have prevented some other child from dying from some drugs that's laced with fentanyl, you feel me? You may have prevented some other child dying from being involved in a shootout about trying to get some drugs. So I get that. I'm not. I'm not gonna be mad at you. Just like you said. I think that's what we lack in understanding. But most of the time, you know, it really don't take you having to call the police. Everybody out there on the block, and y'all correct me if I'm wrong. We know these people. Right. We know them. We know who's doing the shooting. We know who's doing the selling of drugs. And these parents are going along with it. Maybe they're scared, I don't know. Maybe we, it's a lot of things going on in people's households that we don't know about. Maybe some of them are condoning. you know what I'm saying? And, I, and I'm trying to get some answers from y'all as to what is it that you expect the people in the community to do? Stand you up. You just answer that. Stand up. Go
1: ahead. I seen a post the other day from, uh, from somebody, that, you know what I'm saying, I grew up around, you know, I think he like a year or two, he went to school with Wayne, and I don't wanna say his name. But I, he made a post and he said, he said, this some of y'all ain't gonna sell drugs in front of my house. He said, he called the police on you. And when he said that, my first response was, let me see who agree with this in the comment section. And when I went in the comment section, I seen a lot of older people agreeing. But yeah. he, he made a stance. If it's understood, look, this where I stand, this what I got going on, and then you see other people standing and agreeing with you, Then it's understood. We doing. what we got to do first, protect our own home, then protect our community. And then this is for the sake of everybody's safety and children. We going to put the police on you. Or if I call you, or I could call you and say, look, check this out. I done made a post, man. I've been seeing your son. I've been seeing your daughter. This is what they got going on. And I'm telling you one, you can tell them, you know, they ain't got to stop, but they ain't going to do it over here. And if their parents don't respect that and, and and say something to their child, and they don't move around and do something different, it, you accept what come with
0: it. Okay. So what do you do? Uh, what do you do for both of y'all? What do you do about the stigma that comes with that that we really really see a lot of in mainly in the inner cities in the black community. When it comes to this this trashy word this evil word that i call it a snitching so what do we do about the stigma how do you how do you get people to understand that being a responsible citizen and being concerned about your neighbor and being concerned about your community is the godly thing to do and not the wrong thing to do you know what i'm saying because you got people that are afraid to call in afraid to even call their neighbors and say something to them or, but and they won't call the police and say anything. And I understand that. We've had a lot of problems in the black community with the police, so I get it. But at the end of the day, it's something, we have to do something. So how do you, what does the Bible say, boo? What does the Bible say about that, about your community and being a good citizen? What does the Bible say?
1: About being a good citizen?
0: Yeah, about being a good citizen. Is there anything biblical? Because it's hard to reach people. I'm trying to understand, and I want y'all to help me relate a message to people that there's nothing wrong with being a good citizen and protecting your community. Because people in your community, even if you know them, and they're doing things that are tearing down your community, you have to do something. You can't I'm just stand by and I let it go. I,
1: get, I can't remember the scripture right off the top of my head. But there is yeah. a scripture. A lot of people quote the scripture when they talk about... uh obeying the laws of the land. You talking about obeying the laws of the land, for one, that that gives you, you know what I'm saying, a reason to do what's right. But it's a scripture But it, where it talk about if the government is out of line, it's not meant for me to bow down to it and, and do what right. they, if they doing something out of line. And then, and, and, right. and, and vice versa, if they doing what's right in the sight of the Most High, then I stand with that. And see, the community yeah. The community is, is reversed. The community is, we don't want to get the police involved, you know what I'm saying, because we doing what's not right. But the minute somebody doing what's right, the community is against them, and that's where that stigma comes in. We got to find a way to reverse that and get you to see, no, what they're doing is wrong. We're standing for what's right. We're not going to stand for what's wrong and then get criticized and, 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 and get the backlash when we trying to stand for what's right, if that makes sense.
2: Yeah, that makes sense. What do you think about that, one, Man, you know, if if you're not in the streets, man, you know, if you if you are a citizen, a taxpayer and citizen, you out the way, you manage your own business, especially for our older and our elderly people, you know what I'm saying? They don't owe the streets no loyalty. I think it's their right and their That's duty. Right. To want to clean up the areas in their community? If you act there causing havoc in front of their house and in their neighborhoods and on their streets where they children and they grandchildren got to play, they have every right to call the police right. to make a change and difference on you. You ain't respecting the neighborhood. Right. You ain't even respecting the elders. You know what I'm saying? Right. And young black men need to understand that it is your elders. That's somebody grandmama to stay there. That's somebody mama to stay there. Why do you want to pull up in in front of her house and sell your drugs in front of? her house that woman that that, you know what i'm saying when her grandkids are sitting there watching you that come on now and then you mad i'm talking about the old lady across the street oh she snitched on me no she ain't snitch on you you just being ignorant in front of her house you know yeah so i i I think that 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 man you know people need to understand man that nobody owes no lawyer to the streets that's not in the streets and even the people in the streets who choose not to say anything what's the reward but you're not saying anything at the end of the day. No, the streets ain't gonna give you nothing. It's just a badge of honor to say, "Oh, you kept it real, bro." Ain't no, ain't no, you know what I mean? Ain't nobody in the position to give you nothing, but a, but a thank you. Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know kept it real with. Yeah, but that's,
0: that's, yeah. I feel it. But kept it real with what? With evil. With evil.
2: Kept it real it. With evil. Yeah, yeah. keep it real
0: with evil, man. So what? What advice? You know, because I'm gonna wrap this up in a minute. What advice? <clears throat> both of you give uh, to because you spoke about that law-abiding taxpaying citizen right but I want to touch on those individuals that are in the streets that uh, still ain't gone so far that they you know they still have that moral compass they feel guilty about what they do but they still do right what would you tell them to if you had the opportunity to talk to them for five minutes and say look you need to leave that alone what would you say what would you say to them more importantly, uh uh-uh, uh, More importantly, what would you say to the parent of that child? Give the advice to the parent so the parent can talk to him. What would you say to the parent in that situation?
1: You want me to go first, Wayne?
0: Go
1: no, ahead. I- you know, I. You know, I was told many times you either going to early grade or the penitentiary, and <laughs> you know they was right. Yeah. They, they, they yeah. was right. They was right. That ain't what I want to say though. But it's so true. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. If yeah. If, I, if if words could really be the thing that change the course of the behavior, man, it would only yeah. be one thing, man, just stop. Find something else to find something else to do, man. Get you a different group of friends, man. And if you have to yeah. it, get a have a change of venue cuz I almost, listen, life and death is in the power of the tongue. And I don't want to speak and say, you got two places you're going, because I feel like you're speaking and you 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 help manifest the direction that they're already yeah. going. So you got to find a different way to approach it, something different to say to bring life into it. And I don't think it's life in it when you, even though you you probably speaking, but it, when you're speaking to somebody who already, you're just helping them manifest, man. If I could, you know... Find something else to do, man. Get you a different group of friends. Get you, you know, dip, change venue. Uh change the way your perspective and what and how you seeing it you know hustling ain't the only way to make some money you know what I'm saying a 9 to 5 ain't a ain't a bad thing you know what I'm saying there's a stigma on that too you know what I'm saying if your homeboys pick on you if your homeboys pick on you because you went and got a job because it, 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 you know and, and to save your life and, and make you some legal money where you ain't got to look over your shoulder man so be it. uh if you if you made a decision make you a decision man in the real to 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 keep you free in society and keep you alive so you can be, you know what I'm saying, a parent in your in your, in your your child's life if you a kid, on, uh, getting ready to have a kid. But I don't want to say, you know what I'm saying, you got, it's two things headed your way, and that's, you know what I'm saying, the early graveyard of the penitentiary, man. I just say, like, you know, change the course of direction, man. Find something else to yeah. do. Yeah. What would you say to that parent, Wayne?
2: Man, you know... <laughs> I, I think I think, Cuz, man, took the words right out of my mouth, man. There's no better way to answer that question than what he said, man. You know what I'm saying? You have to take a different angle, a different avenue, man. You know what I'm saying? If you want better, do better, because the end resorts is a dead end road. It is a graveyard. It's a penitentiary. You know what I'm saying? You don't want to see either one of the two for yourself. You know what I'm saying, man. You gotta, you gotta yeah. change. You gotta change the the, 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 game. You gotta do something different. You know what I mean? Yeah, I do you know. Yeah, so, yeah, I do. Yeah, and I'm, a, I'm gonna go back to with this. I was
0: talking to that man, I'm gonna go back to what both of you said at the beginning of the show, to uh, My first question, uh, and that was, oh, you had said you gotta love on them and guide them without sheltering them. And, and when you said protect, provide, and lead by example at all times. And that's what I would say to a parent. You know, if, if your child is out there doing some things that you don't approve of, you got to love on them and, and, and encourage them. You can, you can chastise them and tell them that what they're doing is wrong, but you got to love on them. Love conquers all. I really, really believe that with all my heart. But, again, like Boo said, you, know, you can't shelter them from the realities of life. It's hard out there and it's, it's hard when, you, when you're working and you, know, you look at that check and, and FICO done took that money out and, and you're trying to figure out how you're going to be able to satisfy your needs uh, and your wants with that small amount of money but it does away and 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 then the way is the most high and and Wayne with what wayne said as far as protecting and providing and, and uh, uh uh leading by example at all times you have to do that because when you tell your child that that way of life is the wrong way of life. You're protecting that child, and you continue to provide for that child with good advice and lead by example. Don't accept that money, from that child. Even if your rent is due, and but if that child brings you some money, and that money came from that the streets or somebody being robbed, don't take it. You have to set the moral tone for your child. You might have to struggle, but you set the tone. So with that. You know, I'm going to wrap this up. But there's one more thing I want to say I want to tell people struggle is preparation. So be curious about what you're going through, and you will discover your purpose. This has been Doing Time with Joe. I'm your host, Joe Baker, and I want to thank Blue and Wayne for being on this show. I'm out.